The following podcast is a Dear Media production. If you want to work out at home, we have you covered. Have you tried Aloe Moves yet? If so, then you're already hooked like I am. Aloe Moves is a streaming online demand yoga, fitness, and mindfulness classes from the wildly popular brand Aloe Yoga. Everyone knows Aloe Yoga, and it's been transforming in so many ways. Aloe Moves wants everyone to get started for free, you guys. So you receive 30 days free, and you can choose from thousands of classes and give it a try. Their classes are incredible. I honestly, like, you don't even need to go to a gym with these classes. They're going to inspire you all from the comfort of your home. You can roll out your mat. I have, like, this nude yoga mat. I lay it out. I got my podcast going. I put on aloe moves. And it's incredible. I get my sweat on at home. I also think working out, too, in front of Zaza and, like, in front of your kids, it just shows healthy habits. So working out at home is all the rage. Everyone knows that. And if you want to take care of your body, mind, and spirit, you have to check them out. Allo Moves is the one-stop shop for everything wellness. You just need one app that has everything. Yoga, it's beginner to advanced. They have mindfulness. So you can soothe your busy mind with even like a five-minute meditation. I am all about the meditation. They also even have self-care. So like dry brushing tutorials, face yoga. I'm about this. With over 3,000 plus classes for every level and over 100 new classes every month, you will always have fresh content. So join me. You're going to go to alloalomoves.com for 30 days for free. If you're loving it like I am and you haven't signed up, Allo is extended 50% off of annual memberships with code skinny. That's 50% off with code skinny. There's no excuses now. So easy to sweat. You're going to go to alamoves.com and let's get started. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential. Him and her. Aha. Uh-huh. Because I was so ambitious and always chasing the next thing, it didn't allow me to have strong relationships. I had to grow as an individual and begin to look at what type of life and person did I want to be. The goal was never to bask in the fruits. It was really, what's what can I do next? And that was the gift and the curse. I was addicted to continually creating and evolving, but spend that same energy and focus in creating a life. Design the life that you want to live. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Skinny Confidential Him and Her Show. Guys, we have a hell of an episode for you today. I think this might be in the top three, maybe even top two of all-time episodes with the extraordinary, the phenomenal Rob Deerdick. This episode blew my mind. Rob is a smart cookie, Michael. Listen, we had a ton of fun. And many of you guys may know Rob from Robin Big, from Fantasy Factory, from Ridiculousness. And if that's all you know, Rob, as you're missing a huge piece of what this guy brings to the table. He is a wealth of knowledge. He's such an incredible entrepreneur. He's an incredible husband, incredible father. He's funny as all hell. He's an entertainer. And he's really been a pioneer of so many different things. And I think just getting in his brain for, what did we talk, an hour, hour and a half? It was so incredible for Lauren and I because we, you know, on this show, we get the benefit of meeting people that are a little further on the path than we are. And we'd love to share that with you guys. And for Rob to come on and kind of share as much as he did was nothing less than incredible. What I like about this episode to you guys is there's tangible micro takeaways that you can apply to your own life that will make a huge difference. He tells us the book that he read to make money. He tells us tips and tricks 
to make your relationship better. He talks about managing his schedule. He showed me his calendar. This episode, if I were to say like out of all the 506 or whatever episodes that we've done, this episode is the most skinny confidential-esque because the takeaways are out of fucking control. Yep. So get your notepad out and get ready to take a ride on the Deerdick machine. Rob Deerdick, welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. I don't even know where to begin with this guy in the first question. I just think like... Hard one. I think what I was saying about you when you came in is like, I'm so familiar with all the things you've done in the media. And Lauren and I grew up watching your stuff. Me and my friend Wes and I remember like sitting watching Robin Big just like laughing our fucking faces off. Like it was was such an iconic show. But like you were just saying a little bit offline, like what I really admire is you've taken something and you've turned it into so much more. And I think there's a serious lesson in there for people like ourselves and for people listening. Like you may have not always had it all figured out or even knew what this was all going to be, but you kind of just constantly improved it and found new avenues to continue to find more successful ventures along the way. And I wonder how you think about this journey now. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, it's, it's, you're continually evolving and the world's evolving around you. And, and when you're super ambitious and you just want to keep chasing ideas and opportunities, it's hard to fully understand that, it, that you're growing into who you want to become because most of the time you're putting all this energy into what's next. Can I create something big enough that will then be what truly makes me happy? I think that's really kind of the way that I chased things in the early years. And, you know, I wrote the skit for Robin Big for a skate video and And then we did a documentary of a car race across Europe. And the guy who wrote the film, the documentary is like, you guys should make a show. And I'm like, I don't have time to make a show at that time. You know, I was designing footwear and had all these other businesses that I was doing. And, and when I saw really what the media platform that had done for Bam Margera and all his products, like then I'm like, well, I could use this as a platform. So then I really like really leaned in and began to understand how to create television, create stories and make it better. And even then I integrated all of my product opportunities in the very first season. I renegotiated my pro skateboarding signature boards for $5 a board instead of $2 a board for a lower salary. Because you knew you were going on television. I just figured I'll roll the dice. Right. And then I had a signature shoe and, and, and I had them give me the bet version of the best selling shoe there was and and asked for a 10% royalty since I was going to go on TV. I built a company called Rogue Status with Tro- Travis Barker. I, I set all this stuff up ahead of time, anticipating what would happen if if the media exploded. And then I made millions straight out the gate when it, when it opened. You but know I mean? here's my question. How did you have the foresight? How did you have the smarts to do this? Because this is this just naturally ingrained in you? Looking back, what taught you this? Because there's a lot of people that have gone on television like yourself, but have not, it, it hasn't translated the same way. Yeah. And, and I think it's because I was raised by entrepreneur wolves and, <laughs> you know, quit high school at 16, started my first company at 17. Like I, I was always in sort of that business 
like frame of mind, right? Even when I quit high school, I would track my finances and be like, I got to treat myself like a brand. This was in like 91 before there was even such thing as a personal brand, you know? And and you got to think in that year I made like, you know, $6,000, you know, I, I got, a, I sold one skateboard, signature skateboard at 16 in December of 91 and got a $2 check. You know, I was guaranteed a thousand dollars a month to move to California when I was 17. It felt like I hit the lottery. First thing I did when I got here is I bought a Honda Civic. You know, that sort of journey just always had me looking at everything through a business lens. So I just never looked at anything single dimensionally. I've always looked at everything as multidimensional and and short term and long term. Right. That's why I've had the patience to. It's why even when you think of something about Robin Big, because I didn't like the way and where the show was evolving, that I quit and sold them ridiculousness and Fantasy Factory at the same time. Well, why didn't you like the way it was evolving? You know, because me and him, it was it was fun in the beginning, but there was a lot of pressure on us and our friendship of it feeling like he was like my bodyguard or my sidekick, right? When we were equals. So it's like in his, like there was always a lot of tension. And then like, and, he, like he was like the guy working for you and like he was yeah, like you were above. And yeah. He was yeah. And then it was like, it was shot in my house. And it was like all this, I had sort of developed this, pushed this character into a way that I just knew long-term it didn't have sustainability and it didn't what I want to, didn't, wasn't what I wanted to be as a brand. And, and that's, you know, that's just one thing that's hard to do that I've always been really good at is when like I've gotten, when I've grown to the edges of whatever particular venture or identity or direction that I don't just keep going. Like I stop and take the risk to reinvent myself and go to another level. And that's really what Fantasy Factory was, right? Where now this is going to be a show around same comedic backdrop, but it'll be around all the people people that work for me for real. And then the show will be about all my businesses where I had the foresight back then that didn't exist in TV because this was before Bethany Frankel did Skinny Girl and and the the Jersey Shore guys were started selling all their merch. This was before any integrated brand partnership rights were ever used that I made them sign them to me so that I owned the media rights of Fantasy Factory. And then I sold it to Microsoft and Monster and DC and Chevy and Carl's Jr. I did all my own deals inside that show. So you, you know? just knew that what you were creating was going to be valuable. So instead of just being paid as an entertainer, you're like, I this is my stuff and I'm going to control the rights and the derivatives to this thing. Right. And but but it was just again looking at, okay. Rather than than seeing it like one dimensional of like, hey, I can be on TV, and at, at the time, you know, I was getting one hundred twenty five thousand an episode, right? So it's still significant money to just be on TV, but it was like I just have continually looked at everything in a more dynamic, multi dimensional way that allowed me to capture all these rights and these different things that I then was able to monetize at a, at an extraordinary scale, scale in that era, you know. When you're a young kid and you're skating, when when is there that like pop moment where you're like, okay, like I have something here. I can actually take this and like build a career off of it. Yeah, I mean, look, I I think skateboarding especially in the 90s was you know, I knew I wanted to be a pro skateboarder. I was obsessed with it. It's like I'm stopping at nothing. Nothing's going to stop me, right? Like, so if it started first with that like, you know, where does a young kid get that level of drive and that deep commitment of it's this or nothing in Ohio? You 
begin to build belief in yourself as you begin to cover these milestones. You get sponsored. Then you you have a factory sponsor. Then you start doing well in contests. Then then you're getting coverage in magazines. And now they offer to turn you pro. Like you build the belief in yourself. And since I was able to do that at a very young age, it also allowed me to take risk at a young age, start my first company really young and begin to learn and sort of accelerate my evolution because I found success at an early age that allowed me to build the self-belief to take risks and know that that failure, if you will, is part of the process of achieving bigger and bigger things, you know. How have you managed to stay away from distractions and maybe you haven't? Women, mm-hmm. booze, mm-hmm. drugs. I feel like I just finished Steve-O's book, mm-hmm. which I was like, oh <laughs> my. I mean, his life yeah. story is wild michael you have to read it i'm also very familiar with steve-o his his life story this is the generation i grew up no but i feel like you have not been distracted like that yeah no because look i never i feel like if you're gonna get caught in drugs and be really caught in the the throes of what was like given to you especially in mainstream fame it was a really interesting transition i'm lucky you got to keep in mind robin big came out i was 32 So it wasn't like I was like a young kid, like I had sort of like built sort of my foundation and I was always looking at it more from a opportunity of how can I evolve my life to a higher level rather than look where I'm at. And don't don't get me wrong. I think I partied too much then. Okay, I I believe that because I was so ambitious and always chasing the next thing it didn't allow me to have strong relationships. I had to grow as an individual and begin to look at what type of life and person did I want to be before I could be in a relationship that allowed me to become married and become a father and all those things. So I'm, I certainly didn't do it in a super clean path. The goal was never to ever like bask in the fruits. It was really what's, what can I do next? And that was the gift and the curse. I was addicted to continually creating and evolving but it wasn't till I turned all my energy into spend that same energy and focus in creating a life, design the life that you want to live and now build everything from the inside out. So you grow into the person and the life that you want to be is really what changed me in my late 30s. You know, that's really good advice. Your advice is very, very good. I'm sure you're surrounded by a lot of successful people. What is some advice from these people that you've received that has been like so amazing for you? For me, I think the thing that I'm as a business person that I never fully understood until I really started getting around other successful people is how important it is if you want to do big business and be wealthy and successful that you have to understand money. You have to really learn money and you have to put in the energy to to master money and ultimately understand why you want money, what you want to do with it, because it ends up being this huge, not only cornerstone of your lifestyle and your way of life, but also help if you're if you don't know why you're chasing money, then you take on things that you nestle you would say yes to something that you normally wouldn't say no to. And if you're not growing into some sort of financial goal that's going to lead you to a more sustainable, peaceful life, right? Like that you you just end up saying yes to everything, thinking like, oh if I just keep making more money, then I'll chill one day is sort of what I think most truly successful 
successful people I know have really mastered money and have a great understanding of the value of their time and know when to trade their time for money and hiring people and, and, and automating things and making life easier and more effortless. But just the ongoing process. I'm in a I'm in a group. It's a peer group of high net worth individuals that we meet every single month. And once a month, somebody has to do portfolio defense where you have to share all your assets and then you have to like battle it through with the group. So the beauty of that is, is that is only the realest of the real, right? Like you're not, you don't enter that group and like have some fake it till you make it balance sheet. This is only the you realest of the real. real shit. It, but it, and so for me, it's been this accelerated like understanding of not only like my own processes and systems inside how I manage my, my family office or my personal net worth, but how other really successful, wealthy people do it and seeing like the pitfalls and the mistakes that they've made that I can continue to learn and apply to myself. But, you know, stuff like that is, is invaluable, but you know, you want to live a big life. You have to understand money really. As a young man, as you started first, like, you know, you said you came here and bought a Honda Civic, but as you started to make money, real mm -hmm. money, mm -hmm. were there any pitfalls that you're like looking back or like, man, I could have avoided that. Or I wish I would have known this sooner. All the way till I was 40. Okay. All the way to 40. All the way to 40. Blew every dime. I didn't, you know, even the hundreds of millions that, that I've made in the last, you know, seven, eight years is only a product of being and deciding and building a plan. Okay, how am I actually going to build wealth and what am I going to do with that money? Which then informed the decisions I would make, the type of companies I wanted to create, the type of things that I could maximize of the opportunities that I had because from my first check at 16 to 40 years old, I basically just made millions, spent millions, lost millions, made millions, spent millions, lost millions. I'm going to invest in this. All oh, that's invested in that. Where do I'm going to build this. Most of it. Is it like just a bad investment or is it just, you know, yeah, buying dumb assets? Buying companies, you know, that go out of business, investing in companies that just don't have the ability to scale, like just, you know, having a lifestyle of like, you know, hiring tons of people, spending millions of dollars, having a big burn rate and not accounting for taxes and understanding like even fully even understanding where all my money is I would just kind of eyeball it you know what I mean like that you know and, and to think that you would just land at us after you know fantasy factory and multiple companies and years and millions of dollars you basically landed it at zero at when you're you know 38 39 you know what I'm saying? It was like just because a, a lack of understanding of what to do and how to allocate. So how it. did you wake up, though? Man, I'll tell you where the reason I really woke up at that time was I'm I was offered a I was I had built my professional skateboarding league. This this will give you an idea how how uneducated I was on the finance side. My professional skateboarding league, I basically created the UFC of skateboarding and signed all the best skateboarders in the world to exclusive contracts, you know, funded it profitable right out the gate. Someone said you could raise money for this, like, so you don't have to like be responsible for it and probably take some money off the table. And they told me that it was probably worth $30 million. And I'm like, how on earth it, it did 7 million in revenue? Like how on earth is it worth 30 million? I didn't even know what the, tr like, oh no, it's, it's like a media and events company. Like you could, you, it trades at like, you know, close to five times revenue. You you know what I mean? I'm like, what does that even, how is that even possible? That's how blind I was to it. And so 
I followed this path with with this this banker, an investment banker, who at the time I thought an investment banker was oh, someone that dealt with high net worth individuals at like banks. I didn't realize they were the middleman in in venture and private equity transactions. And when they took, we went out to raise money for my league. Everybody was like, like all the all the people that the venture groups were like, we want to invest in you. Like, cause it was like, I have all these different shows. I had a cartoon on Nickelodeon, two shows on MTV, all these brands that I owned. They're like, like you're the league. asset. Yeah. They're like, you're the actual asset. And so they offered me a group out here called the rain group offered me a 360 deal, right? Where we will invest in you and, and be partners with you to take the Rob Deerdeck brand to the next level. And it was like, finally. Finally, finally, the really smart business people see me and are like, this is the guy. We're going to make this guy a billionaire. And that's how it works. You get the really smart people recognize the the genius and they take you to the billion. Right. That's really (laughs) what I expected. And then, you know, the initial offer was, you know, the investment banker was like, "Okay, they're going to value you at 100 million. They're going to give you 50 million, own half of everything you do for life. You will get 30 million and then they'll put 20 million into the company. I said, let's go, man. Let's go. It's time to become a billionaire. (laughs) Show me, show me the way rich, smart people. Show me the way. And when they got through the diligence process, they established that I was basically worth nothing and that they offered to loan me seven million dollars and i had to pay it back at like a 15 percent interest rate i had to go on like a salary and that they would then have the rights to own half of me forever but they would have to figure out where they could create value in me and so it was the most devastating like man like you you don't understand business you don't understand money and furthermore you're not happy like, you're just not even happy. Is this the life that, you, what are you even doing any of this stuff for? Like, is this the life that you even want? And right at that point, you know, I told them like, no, I, I just can't do this deal. Like even the main guy was like, just take our deal and you become our problem. We'll figure it out together. You oh, know what Jesus I mean? Jesus Christ. And like, I, I said no. And then I just went on this journey of like, I'm going to learn everything about business. And I'm when I come back to you for money, I'm now going to have such a thorough plan of how you give me 10 million. I'm going to turn that 10 million into 100 million, into 500 million, whatever it may be. But in that process, I found books like Start at the End, this business book that was like, decide exactly what you want out of a business at the very beginning. I want to build it and sell it for 50 million. Okay, build the plan backwards. It's like, but I was like, all right, no, I'm going to do that to my life. And I really built an entire sort of vision for my life and how I was going to build a business that built businesses and that every single one of those, I'm going to start at the end and decide like what I'm going to sell them for and build a pathway to do all of that. And I just began to rapidly expand into life. And the poetic side of this is the first thing that I built built and sold in my new system after that uh, 360 deal offer from them was my production company. They the same group bought my production company for 190 million. So from making me a loan offer to own half of me for life six years later, they basically bought an asset from me, which I got 130 million of that 
will, you know, basically set me for life and completely change the trajectory of everything that I'll do from this point. The first company I built and sold from the moment, like I was devastated by them. That's how poetic and universal the experience is in a six year arc. You know what I mean? But the difference is, is it's six years later, I am married with children and living this beautiful, harmonious, extraordinarily fulfilling, amazing life that was built in a, a balanced and structured and purpose and intentional way, rather than just continually like going in chaos, hoping that I'll keep working hard enough. And finally something will be big enough that then changes my life. And then I'll be happy and find balance and peace. Instead, I designed a balanced and peaceful life. And that's what accelerated my ability to find great and create great wealth. So you're saying you sort of put the same strategy behind your family that you put with your business you 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 created sort of what you wanted can you talk about that do you, are you, when you met your wife what did that look like how did you guys create that plan together yeah i mean look it it's you know even though i'll go into the magical side of intention and ultimately you know like it's pure destiny and like twin flame level love. You know what I mean? Which I will need. Better fucking talk about me like that. And it's like, I don't ever, you know, look, I send her an email every morning with a love quote of everything I'm doing. That Rob, day. Shut the fuck up. Okay. I love- <laughs> wait, 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 <laughs> you know wait, wait. It's what? like, look, I don't have like, we don't do like we do last night. We did movie night. We do Friday night pasta night. We do Wednesday breakfast. I take pick and drop the kids off every day from school. Well, I'm, thanks for coming by, man. It's you know what I mean? Like, keep it, going, keep going. You know, we have Sunday dates on Wednesday. We have family syncs with all of our assistants where we get on the same page, where then I review the entire calendar for the next month so she knows exactly what I'm doing. I'd like a family sync, Lauren. That sounds good. That, I, I'm on board with the family sync. I would like an, an email. What's the email? The love notes? Look, I just, I list out everything that I'm doing in that day, what it means to me, and then I put a love quote at the top, you know, whatever it But are you be. like Googling this love quote or are you making it? I Google the love okay, quote. It's not, it's I not Google the love Google quote. The I also have, I also have, I'm not that good, but okay. I, I modify it because I want to make a book of them one day. And there's, you know, there's been hundreds, but then the assistants like puts in my calendar in, in the email so I can just cut and paste it and go. Right. So I continue to add all these automations in my life to be able to do it at this scale. And then we have a therapist come to the house every other week just to have neutral ground. And I just never, we have Monday night talk nights where we turn everything off and we just talk because I don't ever, we don't have a single wall between us. And I don't ever, I know how rare this love is because I found it in my late thirties, you know, and got married at 40. Like I'm like to her, she's younger. She's 32. It's like, I'm, but I don't, I know that she's growing and evolving and it's my responsibility to keep harmony and just never allow there to ever be anything that exists in our relationship because I'm so grateful that I even get this type of love because I was getting to the place that I thought you just didn't deserve love. You will never find a great love, you know, and and so I just will never like never take it for granted and never compromise it or ever put anything before it. I've done 500 of these shows. I've never heard a man talk about a relationship like this. Yeah. This is 
incredibly evolved and, think and about mature. This. I'm very like I have to like like sit with this for a second. Well, and it's I honestly like, and I'm listening there, and I know I'm giving you shit, but like a lot of the things you just said are very good ideas, especially if someone's been married for a while. Like I'm even going to take a lot of that stuff and be like, I'm going to have to take some of your ideas and be yeah. like, okay, that like that is. I, I need to know like a little bit like more details on everything and you're saying. Really How did you even like understand that this is what? It feels like you're you're speaking like a woman's language when yeah. you talk. Yeah. I mean, well, look, it's it's not about it's, you know, I think you guys both connect with the idea. I've heard you guys say it of just, you know, I'm just trying to get better and better. Right. And so for me, it's like you've got to apply systems and structure automation to even begin even begin to understand where you can optimize and make something better. You can't make something better by trying to start over all the time. Right. And so I've applied that to every single aspect of my existence. Like my life is this series of systems that are all interconnected together that I'm continually optimizing. So I'm optimizing my life as a whole. And all of that is based around my beautiful present experience, right? I'm trying to live every day in a high energy, amazing experience. And that requires so many aspects of those systems being designed against the way that you want to live, which requires designing time and then optimizing those for how they make you feel. What is the energy every day? So you just continually optimize your time, your energy, and your future experiences on an ongoing basis in order to live in sort of a perpetual state of harmony, which to me is heaven on earth, right? So when you, when you, when you peel that down to like the system with my wife, I even ask her every day how she, to tell me how she feels about the relationship zero to 10, right? So that like, what, excuse me, if I don't get asked that every single day, I'm out. Look, it's upper level, it's upper level, but it's like, what does that do? It's qualitatively, because if she says a two, I can just, we can have a, a, an awareness, I call it qualitative awareness, where you just, if you just ask yourself, you then like see the things that continually happen that you know you have to clear out. And like what's something that she's, has she ever given you like a seven and why'd she give you a seven? Oh, I mean, have you ever gotten a two? I get twos all the time. You do get twos. Yeah, I do. I do. She's tough. She's tough. She's real tough. Okay. Yeah, she's real tough. You like it though, I think. No, I, I mean, look, I don't, I also tell her that I know there's going to be that I know that the way that like, cause I can see the long game here. I can see her evolution. I can see where she'll say it's me not like giving her the attention. Like I'm there, but I'm not there. You know what I mean? Like she'll be like, <laughs> look, it's like we could talk for like two hours and in the morning she'll be like, miss you. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? I love that. Like, yeah. I haven't, I'll be like, I haven't seen you at all. He's like, I've been with you all day. Yeah. And so it's the, I know that there's so many other factors that pull on her that make the way she sees our communication. So I don't judge the number. I don't, ju all I know is like, I, I see, like, I know when I can get on a bit of a streak that it takes a lot of extra work as it relates to making her feel noticed all day on an ongoing basis. But for me, it's, it's, it takes a lot of energy when, when you think you're doing it but you're not because that that range can be missed based off of her headspace, right? Because you got to think like, you know, we live, our entire experience is through our minds, right? And we got, you know, to me, I'm going to live to 112. 
used to wanted to live to 105. Now I want to live to 112 after reading the book, a key guy. Uh, I want to be a super centurion. Uh, but you got 112 years, but your experience will be vertically through your mind. That's all you got. And what we end up doing is spending a lot of time trying to balance our mind or be pulled so we can be sitting with someone spending time with our significant other but we are just aren't all of our mind share is in the company in this thing a relationship a friend something you're stressing about right because ultimately the only place that you can find joy is in the present right and but your mind you know drifts between creating the future and problem solving and then in the worst case hoping and wishing or dwelling and sulking right where no actions taking place and so you're really just trying to avoid those outer edges and then getting to a place where you're experiencing the joy of the present with whoever you're with but for me man, I drift into creating the future. I love creating the future. So I'm constantly like, just thinking like, even though I'm there, I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to do that. Like, like this world that I've created so exciting to me. And despite the fact that I spend the majority of my life with my wife and kids, cause I could show you by the numbers, cause I track every single hour of every day. And I could show you how I've worked less and less over these last three years and, and become higher and higher output to the point of working very little at, at this point for the scale of what I do, but it still boils down to how present and how rich my mind share is with my wife in the times that we spend, with my kids in the times that we spend, which requires designing your life in a way. For me, it's free thinking in the mornings. You know, I get up at 4, 4.30 and then just work on all different types of stuff till I meditate and brain train at 6.30, then wake up the kids, take them to school, trainer comes, then chief of staff calls, then start my day. And then I started doing execution for two hours after that. So I would, I would free think and then execute, then take structured meetings behind that in order to stay in this sort of constant state of being present and harmonious at all times. Can you talk a little bit how you think about time at this stage in your life? Because I think from the outside, you would see you on a million episodes of ridiculousness. You'd see you on Fantasy Factory, Rob, all these things. It looks like you're constantly go, 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 go. And you, you know, hear all these characters out there like hustle culture, hustle culture. But, but a, a gem I think I just picked up from you is that you're actually maybe physically working less and spending more time thinking and more time with your family, but you have a much higher output now. And I want now, to understand how you came to that. Because that you, have one, you, have, you, you have a limited amount of mind share in a day, right? And so you, have, you either do less or you automate or you hire. And I have just basically did a combination of all of that, including design, automate, and optimize everything. I shoot 252 episodes of television a year. It's 4% of my time. Wow. Right? I have opt I have automated and optimized that show to such a level it's 4% of my time. I take my kids to school every day. One and a half hours, 36 times a year, give or take, 36 weeks a year, give or take, seven and a half hours a week. It's almost the same amount of time that I shoot 252 episodes of television. So well, how do I know that? So specifically because I track it, I, I tag it all and then it goes into these dashboards and then I see where I'm spending all my time and it's f like the most phenomenal, like... What dashboard is this? Is this like a Google, like what calendar? Uh, no, I wrote, I wrote a script. I had a, an engineer write a script for me so that like it... What? 
What are you yeah. You had an engineer so write could, a script. Yeah. Could take Explain your calendar this. And, and, we need yeah. to, we, we really are into time yeah. management. I mean, so like when you look at like how my calendar looks, right? Like and what calendar app are you using? Just go, uh, okay, Google. Yeah. And then, so this is what my days look like, right? And then, you know, here I, you know, I'm getting wow, up at 3 30 working. And it's, this isn't planned. This is a lot of this is planned, but then I adapt throughout the day. I just tag it all and make sure that I have it all. So you and, can just track exactly what you're doing and where you're spending yeah, your time. So then it pumps into these dashboards where it shows all the time. And then every single day, I track, did I get up at five, or my sleep, my sleep score, my readiness score? Did I get up before five? Did I brain train, meditate, work out, take supplements? Did I have a clean diet? Did I drink? And then I ask myself every day how I feel about my life, work, and health, zero to 10, right? And I've this done that. This is really, really, really impressive because it's so optimized. I I, I mean, I think well, this, this is, is incredible. Like, this is why I yeah. wanted to have you on and we were talking out in the hall and I was like, you know, there's, a, there's so many lessons that I think young people, any people can get from the way that you've operated because on the surface, right, like you present a certain way, but you're very thoughtful and the things you've built are nothing less than phenomenal. And I think like understanding the systems and how you get it, because it's a lot to manage all this, right? And we have it to a smaller degree where it's like you're running a business, but also you're doing front facing things. You're running a media, you're like doing media. It sounds then, like though, after this conversation, we need to get more system oriented. It sounds like you really have it down. When right, you systems over everything, yes. you know what I'm saying? And yeah. you, because you have to, and you have to, and look, I, I, for me, I launched the Deer Dick Machine in 2016. Like I did press for like, you know, like a month and I'm like, all right, what am I doing? Like, I'm just talking about what I'm going to do. Like I didn't do press again till the five year mark after I'd sold multiple companies for hundreds of millions. And so like in that time, I had built all these systems for my life because really all I want to do is live an amazing life. That's really my only goal here, right? It's like, I'm not like, and I built all of this in a harmonious, happy way. I just keep getting healthier. I keep getting more balanced. I keep getting more evolved in, into a better version of myself on an ongoing basis. And so I am, it's almost that my, what I was able to create in life almost jumped over what I created in business over the last five years. And so when I went to do press over this last year and start doing podcasts and having conversations, it was like, like everybody couldn't under believe the way that I operated, which in turn drove me to like, man, I got to build this and share this with people, which led to I'm doing a three book series. I'm doing 300 pieces of content around the three books and all of them support the core philosophy of sort of the machine mindset that I call it. And I'm building the software so that you guys could easily like replicate in your through your own design and begin to to, to see the value in using qualitative data and quantitative I do data. That. That's exactly what I, I, I need systems. you to create that. Like I need I need the the blueprint. Right. And so to me, it's almost like that's now what I'm doing over the next couple years. I stopped building. You know, I built 18 companies over the last few years, sold six of them, and then had gotten to this point. Started the the business podcast, which led to like mindset stuff, which led to like no, I want to build this philosophy and then keep in mind this i have understand 
the short-term value of my time and the long-term value. So I even know that I'm not going to want to be shooting business content for the next 10 years. So I even put a block of structure of how many I'm going to shoot, why I'm going to shoot it. And ultimately I'm going to shoot it with the intent of it being a funnel to drive to my software, where then my software can scale beyond the content without me. And then I can begin another chapter of life when I'm 55, rather than than being trapped by the machine and the system that I created. Because we get trapped by our systems. We get trapped by, oh, I got to do the show and now I got to do these appearances. Now it's like you create the life and now you're stuck to it. And then it's part of your identity and all these things. So pulling away from the, the system that you've already created, your habits and everything, it's incredibly difficult. Do you want to boost red blood cells, help with weight loss, heal damaged skin, neutralize toxins, and sex up your water? Well, you have to try chlorophyll. I have been talking about this on the Skinny Confidential blog since I started blogging, and it's something that I have seamlessly integrated into my morning routine that is so easy, and I habit stack it. I'm already waking up and making myself a huge tumbler of water, and then I grab my chlorophyll by Saqqara, and I put a couple drops in my water, and it just enhances the whole experience. While I'm there, I also add the Saqqara Beauty Drops. It's so easy. They come in these little cute tinctures. I keep them in my drawer, so I'm like ready to go. I'm a big fan of making habits accessible. The biggest difference that I notice with chlorophyll is when I'm in altitude. So if you live in altitude or you're going on like a ski trip, I know winter's coming up. If you're going somewhere that has a lot of altitude, you have to try chlorophyll. It literally took away my altitude sickness. Anyway, if you're unfamiliar with Saqqara, Saqqara is a wellness company anchored in food as medicine on a mission to nourish your body through the power of plants. They also have incredible breakfasts, lunches, dinners that are delivered straight to your door with powerful plant-rich ingredients. Everything's designed to help boost your energy, support digestion, curb your sugar cravings. If you want to get something that's organic, plant-rich, delivered to your door, Saqqara is the way to go. And while you're on the site, you got to grab the chlorophyll and the beauty drops. And right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to sakaracom slash skinny or enter code skinny at checkout. That's Saqqara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash skinny to get 20% off your first order. Saqqara.com slash skinny. Therapy is all the rage on social media right now. I could not be more excited about this moment in time. This is therapy era. There is absolutely nothing wrong with therapy. I want to normalize it. I've been to therapy. I like therapy. I think it's great to talk about your feelings, talk out your problems, get another person's perspective, and just have something to hold you accountable to what you're feeling. So if you don't want to get in the car, park your car, walk in, sign in, wait in the waiting room, and I have a solution for you. And that is better help. Okay. So basically it's like therapy, but convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. You can go on video or you don't have to go on video. So some people just want to talk on the phone. You can do you here. You get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime. So if you don't like the therapist that you're with, it's an easy switch. The most important part though, is it's affordable. I think that's so amazing that now there's this platform online that you can access really easily that actually isn't a ton of money. 
Sometimes therapy can be overwhelming. I remember when I was 18 and I went to therapy and I couldn't afford it. But with this, it's affordable. A therapist can help you become a better problem solver, make it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small, or just be an ear to listen. Sometimes you just want to talk. Michael, take note. Sometimes I just want to talk. And of course, we have a code for you. When you want to become a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com skinny today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash skinny. I like talking to guys like you because and maybe you think about it in a similar way. I, I think about my life in phases mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, like phase 20 to 30 is like, I'm going to do a lot of dumb shit and I'm going to mm-hmm. like fuck up a lot of things, but I'm going to figure out, I'm going to learn a lot. Right. And I, and I was kind of like, okay with that phase. I'm going to blow a bunch of money. I'm going to make some bad choice. I'm going to stumble. And then I feel like 30 to 40 is like, okay, I'm going to like kind of get my footing under me. So I'm in this phase. I'm going to figure out, I'm going to learn some lessons from guys like you. I'm going to maybe like get my chops. And I feel like 40 to 50 is like that. Maybe that's a, that could be the prime phase, right? Like maybe I could like, you know, establish a little more. And then, and, but I actually think about it in like, 70 to 80, 80, like, and I think about yeah. these kind of like steps and I, and the reason I bring this up is we talk to a lot of young people on the show and people are in such a rush to reach yep. the end right away. And they think they have such less time than they actually do. Right. Especially young people. Like I got to figure all this out right now. I got to know my passion today. It's like, dude, you're 22 years old. Yeah. I didn't know shit at 22 years old. Yeah. Still, and, and, you know, I, look, I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle on that because if you discover it early, you're going to have a much more fulfilling life quicker. Right. Instead of going through the struggle, like I, but it's hard to force. I, yeah, I don't think you need to force, but I do think what's the most underestimated thing is trying to focus on the thing rather than the life, getting really good at being healthy and forming good habits and understanding money and, and being good in relationships and, and trying to like, you know, figure out how to master yourself and grow into life, the sooner you make that decision, you can still make a ton of mistakes and be more aggressive in what you do. But it's it's not to the, I feel like I did it to the detriment of my mental health, my physical health. And, in what and way? Because I was like so aggressive, right? Like I would just try any, I would just run so hot, like boom and bust, party really hard, work really hard, try everything, lose a bunch of money, try another thing. Like it was this chaotic thing where I I just slowly like got like, like basically bound my physical system. Like if you look at my blood work, I've had my blood work, full panel blood work taken every year since like 2010. If you look at my blood work in 2022 versus 2010, 12 years, I am so much healthier today than I was in when it should have been my prime physically because I just beat myself up through nonstop stress and all these things. I thought I could just will my way into happiness. You know what I'm saying? And I think when you're when you're younger, that's what you think it is. And a lot of people, you do got to do that. You know what I mean? You do got to just keep trying something. And then something happens out of nowhere and it pulls you in a direction you write a blog and then all of a sudden like man this is like a career like like it's like when you got no headway in the beginning and then couldn't even imagine what it became to what it is today that's almost the process of success in almost anything you know what i mean you showed me and you mentioned meditation and you mentioned brain what do you call it brain brain training brain training can you tell me exactly what you do for meditation and brain training and anything else that you do in the morning that helps you be so successful and efficient okay so i have a very specific style oh this is the podcast to do it tell us (laughs) every single detail of it look 
it's super next level because I couldn't meditate. I, I couldn't meditate normally, right? Like I all this all the signs of the universe kept pushing me to meditation, pushing me to meditation. And my internal medicine specialist doctor that I work with, I just started talking about meditation and how I can't commit to it. And she's like, "You should get a soma dome." And so I'm like, what's a soma dome? It's like a meditation pod. Like you get in it and it's light and sound and guided meditations. And so how big is this thing? It's like a, you know, like a big like thing that you put in, you like, sit like in a it's sauna like a full size? egg. Yeah. Like, it's like an egg. Okay, you know, okay. Yeah, it's like an egg that you put over yourself. And so Maybe I got to get one of those eggs. Like I got I got it in 2018. And I would argue the majority of my happiness and wealth and abundance is ever since I got it, no doubt. Right. And so what a plug for that company. Yeah. And look, and it's like, and, and, and look, even for even like I've connected with the CEO and I love her to death. I love her mission and, and really what it is. Although, because it's like outside of my wheelhouse, you know, I never invested or partnered. So this is strictly off of just a consumer who benefits from it. So how it works is you can choose from a series of different meditations. And one of them is a guided manifestation meditation. And so for me, I listened to the exact same guided meditation about creating a future, and then I sit in there. It was Joe Dispenza. No, but 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 it's 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 not Joe Dispenza. But I'm I'm I pra I actually you know I I I'm, I know you guys know the great Ed Milet. Ed was like, look, brother, I need you to I need you to come out here and talk to these entrepreneurs, brother. Send him the jet for you. He sent a jet out for me picked me up. We stopped in Santa Barbara, picked up Joe Dispenza and flew to Coeur d'Alene. And like I, it was the first time that I experienced Joe Dispenza. But what stuck with me from that trip was this idea that you, your mind and body doesn't know the difference. If you, when you project yourself and try to manifest and into look the into the future, try to feel it, try to smell it, try to like feel the joy, see the reaction on faces. So I do that every single day at 6.30 in the morning where I try to picture myself sitting in my forever estates that I'm building in Beverly Hills with like sitting at my desk, looking at like financial statements, like looking at like the users and the software. Like I picture like myself- you're already there. Like already there on for years. And all it has done is just accelerated me towards this like extraordinary existence that I could not even imagine. And here's the thing that I, here's the proof in the pudding. Not only do have I create, have, have I, have I captured qualitative data about how I feel about my life, work and health every day for all these years. So I could show you in the numbers, how much happier I am, but then, and I could show you from the, the financial side, the exponential growth of my assets and my wealth in that, that amount of time. But it's the over your manifestations and your visions aren't, aren't exact. It's just pulling you towards this, this better and more optimized version of yourself. And it's always so much different than you envisioned it, but you get there. And then I track I do every quarter a five and 15 year goals, right? And so if you look at my goals for my life in 2000, like really, if you look at them in like 2021 compared to 
to Q4 of 2022. God forbid you go back and look at them in 2018 in a four-year gap. Like my life goals were reached in like two and a half years. And like what, who I've evolved into and what I even see as my potential is so much different in such a short amount of time. So I only say it to you look at everything I do as it's all combining together. And then you use manifestation and meditation as a tool to help your clear plans and all of your systems operate at a higher level to grow you and evolve you into your limitless potential that continually keeps moving forward as you grow. Wow. I am literally freaking <laughs> out. This is this is probably my one at one of my most obsessed moments on the podcast because I, I've been doing Joe Dispenza every morning and I've been trying to articulate to my husband exactly what you just said. It's not even about just sitting in silence and being introspective. It's about sitting down without any distraction and thinking about how you want your life to go in each stage and feeling it. And well, that's smelling. what I was talking about, how about phases. You just manipulated my husband. No. That was the best. I hope you just yeah, listen. You what need I, to get in the dome. You I, need I, to get I, in the listen, dome. <laughs> listen, I need get to get a in. dome. Listen, I need to get me one of these eggs. That was, maybe, the, maybe the first one was. Wait, you know I, I have get just one quick question. Egg. How many minutes are we in the dome? 20. Okay. Here's the thing, though, about Joe, and I love love Joe Dispenza, but he's it's it's a very distinct voice. It doesn't voice. have to be Joe. <laughs> the, the, no, no, yeah, it's not Joe. It's yeah, a different. Yeah. You know it's a different voice. Well, you know, you know I love I, I love Joe. Like, just but, uh, but sit down for a moment. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. My my guy friend was like, Lauren, I can't meditate. It's have you just, ever met him? No, I'm dying man. to have him on the podcast. Look, check this out. I didn't even know who he was when I met him. You didn't recognize didn't, his voice? I, no, I didn't. But you could, no, because he's not in my meditations, right? And okay. I, I didn't even know he's who not he was. I, I knew who he was in the ethos, but I didn't know his, of his work exactly. And when I met him, I'm like, this is like, it felt like Jesus. <laughs> it felt like he felt like a saint. Like, I, And I didn't even know. And then as I f- discovered who he was more, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. But like, man, this guy is like floating. He's changed my life. Yeah. He's, he literally t- makes you, the, the book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, he, he t- makes you stop. And my guy friend was like, Lauren, I, I just find meditation so boring. And I told him he's very successful. I said, think of it as a strategy, strategy session with yourself every day. And if you can look at it like that, it, it will change your life. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna get an egg, but you know I think the way you articulate manifestation is important because I think a lot of people go on podcasts and like manifest, manifest, and they don't talk about it like you were. It's like you it's actually what you have to take the data too and create the systems. You can't just like manifest that you're gonna be successful and then not have all the systems and qualitative That's data. It. You in place. can manifest much clearer plans. You know what I'm saying? Like detailed plans. My vision board is not like. Like, you know, cutouts from, from like Elle magazine. Like I just pictured like a regular, like he's got a vision board. I just pictured you uh, in your kitchen with but like look, scissors. You want to know what I do on the vision board? I make machine mindset, New York times bestseller. Like I Photoshop it all the way in, but this is what I do. I don't Photoshop in New York times bestseller. I looked at like, okay, what, what is a, what is a book that's more historic? Atomic habits. You are a badass. These have been on the, the top New York times list they for five there. years. So it's like, nope. I put machine mindset for 562 weeks on my vision board. I put like 
very, very specific. I have the renderings of the house and the Christmas tree rendered in the house that I want to build. That's my forever house. Like I go so detailed so that every, and I look at it every day, all day, you know, and, and so that I'm just embedding these things at a deeper level in a more specific way. And so when I'm, I'm not writing a book as a celebrity, trying to get a book out to be like, what else can I do to get my name in the press? I'm I'm trying to build a work of like a timeless work that people will read for hundreds and hundreds of years. What's the it's perennial perennial peren, perennial seller. Yeah, like you got to think one of the one of the books that like really blew my mind recently was The Science of Getting Rich that was written by Wallace D. Waddles in 1910. And it's like, wow, is it like talking about the importance of evolution and how you're an evolutionary being and that you you need time reflection in order to actually take the lessons from the things that have happened to you to then be able to apply them, which in turn creates the evolution like 1910. You know, and like that, I read it recently, changed the way that I looked at using my time and the importance of reflecting so that I can continue to accelerate my evolution. And how is my evolution being accelerated through designing clear, measurable outputs and long term goals for the, the six core aspects of my life, you know, that I'm continually growing into and 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 evolving into, which in turn is what? making me more balanced, more happy and making a better and better life, which gives me what? More energy, which allows me to st to to focus more on my relationship with my wife and adding more and more things to make sure that it continues to grow just like I treat it to my companies and and my health and everything else, you know what I mean? Do you have creative time in your calendar? Like when you say you you create your vision board or maybe social content, whatever it is, is there blocks where it's like you're just creating or writing? Yeah, like I do. That's what I was saying. Like I get up between, even though lately I've been getting up at 3.30, just because like the wife, look, the wife has been like getting up at 4.30. Oh, she's creeping in on your time. Yeah. Oh, it's so great because she, because she's getting up early because she's starting to work a lot more in the morning. Like, and it went from like, you know, six to five 30 because she needs to sleep a little bit longer than me. But the moment she started, then it starts pushing the sleep time earlier so that means i can get up early like so if 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 we go to bed at nine i'll get up at like four or four or three thirty okay you know so you're still I mean? getting a good amount yeah and and then i'm still tracking it and optimizing it right because i still still want to make sure that i don't compromise it but the beauty of it is with the brain training every morning you can you go from your sleep to your brain you get your sleep score and then you brain train to see how your mind feels what's and, brain training and brain training is just using an app. I just use like Lumosity and just do like like a series of brain games, right? And I don't, all I'm using it for is to gauge how sharp my mind feels this morning, right? And then all of my free thinking happens between that sort of four o'clock and 6.30, right? Like that is sort of that time where I can, nobody's calling me, nothing's happening. Like, and I use it for all types of stuff, creative, getting caught up, like to going deeper on work, like different things. Like it's just that free time because you got to think it's like what you're what you need if you go from thing to thing to thing to thing then you you're going to burn out right and burnout even for a really balanced person is different but it's like you just feel 
you don't feel overwhelmed, but you just feel uncaught up. Then now you got to dedicate like all this time to get caught up on everything rather than being sort of in this, having this free flow to be able to creative think, to be able to, you know, get caught up on things and basically push your, you know, basically release everything from you, which helps you be more creative and execute better. But I've just found you can't, you can't just schedule a day of meeting to meeting to meeting or else you're just never going to find time. If you try to schedule like creative, even though I do do it, I try to do those execution blocks. Are you ready that day to be creative? Right. Cause it's still a Especially matter if of you're like burning out and doing meeting, yeah, meeting, meeting. Yeah. Depending on how you're over. There's all these X facts. If I have like, if I have a third glass of wine, I could say goodbye to like two days. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if I eat like, a, if I eat late, I can feel like I'm going to feel it for, for most of the next day. Like I'm so sensitive to being highly optimized, which in turn, what makes you that much more motivated to like, it's easier for you not to have the third glass, easier for you to eat light at night. Like, because like, you don't want to feel all the shit. Yeah, yeah. You just, you just feel the energy and the joy of like, like living life at a high state every day that it helps you be, have better, stronger habits. Cause you would rather live in that perpetual state than, than chase it every now and again. You know what I mean? I'm going to, I'm going to ask you this question in two ways. Cause you've kind of almost answered it. The first is if, if, Knowing what you know now and the experience you have, if you could speak to your younger self, what kind of mistakes would you caution yourself against? And then in the same lane of questioning, when you look at the up and coming generations and people kind of following in your footpaths, using media, you know, creating stuff online, trying to build a business, like what would you caution them against or things to avoid or things to watch out for? I mean, look, there's two big, big gaps there. You know what I mean? I think when you, when you, when I, when you think about the idea of your, your younger self, you know, I, I think I fell into the same trap we all fall into, which I don't even know is possible to avoid, but it is that idea of like, um, you know, the patience and playing the long game and, and that everything, everything matters. You know what I mean? Like every choice, every decision, everything actually has a much bigger impact on your evolution than you realize. These things that are seemingly fun and, and chaotic are actually just evolving you into dysfunction that you're then going to have to spend years of re-evolving out of at a later date. You know what I mean? Like if you don't take every action and put more value to it and think about your yourself as a whole being and how you're trying to 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 get better and better at understanding yourself and life but could you have even said that to me you know what i mean like i'm a pro skateboarder like i said i was going to be a pro stand now i'm on tv like now i'm like doing crazy stunts and like have evolved into like this like pseudo legendary status now of course like i'm was still focused on like what was more and what was bigger in what I would have never anticipated was that like, man, like really unlocking and, and using your strategic mind and your multidimensional way of thinking and applying that to how to live life will actually be the biggest and most impactful thing that you probably ever do. What I like about you and the way that that you work is it sounds like you don't think about your business as your business and your wife separate and your, you just think about it as a whole 360. That's it. Yeah. That's I think it. it's very smart. Yeah. And you can't, you are, you can't 
like, especially even when I speak to business people or anything business, like I always like, even when I was like having like entrepreneurs as guests on the show, I'd let they could send in videos to the Deerdick machine and then I would give them advice and I would ask them to first give their life vision and then their business vision, right? So it's like, because I wanted everybody that, that, that I connected with to be like, you have to create a vision for your life and your business is just part of that, right? Because you have to understand what does the, how is this business going to serve you, leading you towards your happy, harmonious existence rather than stressing over like making this successful because that's what you need to then work on yourself and have the life that you want, right? I think that's the thing that I didn't do until I was 40. And, and I would, I try to preach it, especially to the college kids. You know, I do a lot of work with the college schools and, and that's what I preach the most, you know, of like really design your life and business as one. So when you, if you grow a business, a successful business, you, you grow a successful life at the same time, you know, and again, why I want to build this software so a college kid can use it and begin to just practice like how to look at your life in this multidimensional way and, and validate your growth in numbers and some sort of visual representation to, to keep you motivated and continue you driving towards being a better version of yourself. You know? I asked Ed Milet this question and I'm going to ask you because I bet you'll have great advice. You're obviously managing your kids, your wife, your life, your work. You've got a lot going on. People text message you. This is a micro question, but I want to know how you deal with it. Are you someone who texts right back? Do you batch your texts later and do them all at once? Do your friends get mad at you if you don't text back in two weeks? How do you manage the demand of like notifications and all that on your phone? Because it's very distracting. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I don't have a deep strategy for it, but I was just thinking about my man, Ed Milet, how long it takes for Ed Milet to text me back as you he were saying. He voice notes too. You know what I mean? He taught me about voice <laughs> notes. He you with a voice note uh, at like a 5 a.m. Yeah. Everyone hates yeah. me because I voice Oh notes. man, I look like I love him so much. Like he is like, he, he, to me, he's the absolute best of the best. And most recently it was my seventh year wedding anniversary and I was in Cabo and it was the, his, our seventh year anniversary was the 50th birthday of his wife, same day. And we were at the same hotel in Cabo. A what hotel? Because that's our favorite place to go. Uh, Chileno Bay. Ooh, we gotta and, try that. Yeah, it's amazing. And so me and Ed couldn't, we had to just like swim by each other and have like a, like a, a five minute like bro down and then swim off because we couldn't ruin her 50th by me and him talking business the whole time <laughs> or my seventh anniversary by us. So we would like pass each other in the hall, like talk for like five minutes and then go like, even when we were having our, you know, you know, I had him play like this, this romantic song. And then I wrote all the promises to my wife. You know, it was like 60 promises. 60 promises? 60 promises. I got to get to six. You know what I mean? But, and then Ed comes walking in and it's like, oh brother, we're going to be over here. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then we had to avoid each other, but he did end up picking up our tab for the night, which I appreciate because he is an amazing guy. Now back to the, the text. I look, I, I, I'm, Every, every text has a certain level of value as it relates to my time, right? So some things I have to immediately respond to. It just is what it is, right? Other things, it's easier. I know, hey, I can, I'll hit you back later when I can 
think about that or put some thought into it. Some are like, do I even need to engage? You know what I mean? It's it's rare that I will just straight dead text somebody, but it is certainly possible. You know what I mean? There is a range to the value of that text when I get it, but depending on its urgency will be how I respond, you know. What are your habits? Yeah. You talked about meditation and your your brain training, but what are your other habits that you do throughout your day, your week? Like, do you cold plunge? Like, what are little habits that you do? Yeah, I mean, look, I do, got the cold plunge, got the infrared sauna, got a regular sauna, right? Like, I'm deep in supplements, right? I, that's why I track supplements. You What's know your what favorite I mean? brand? Well, well, for me, I, I started Momentus, right? It's basically a premium supplement grant brand, you know? Right. So primarily all Momentus supplements, although I do use Elysium Omegas because they're like crazy brain engineered for for optimal gray matter. I could show you in the my blood work of how how effective these supplements have been on my overall internal medicine. You know, little things, you know, I make my coffee at night so that when I get up in the morning, it's ready to go. You know what I mean? But from a health perspective, out, outside of getting up early and meditating and brain training and getting in the gym every single day and then just eating clean, right? I try to just avoid snacking or anything in between and then really i'll have like a shake and eat one meal you know around two or three and then intermittent fast like two or three days a week and then i have my date nights on the other nights that i can't that i'll have sushi or pasta in in the middle what what do you guys do for your date night are you taking her out are you at home like give give no, some uh, tips to the no, husbands I mean, out no, there i mean it's i'm Sushi is every Friday after we take, you know, our son to soccer or I'm saying pasta. We we go to an Italian restaurant after soccer with the son. Sunday is sushi. We do like a deli breakfast on Thursday mornings before our family sink after we drop our daughter off. Then we go to iPick for our movie nights that we usually do on Wednesdays or Thursdays, although we did it last Thursday. But look, that structure isn't enough. I still like, you know, depending on how she's feeling, like I'll still like, you know, I could tell she's mad because she didn't Postmates anything in the afternoon and she's had a day where I'll kill the last two meetings of the day and then take her out in the middle there. Even that structure, because I originally started with like, we can do, let's, let's start planning dates. Smart. And we did one. And then it was like, oh, that's not enough. Then it turned into like, well, okay, movie nights. Then it, then it was like, okay, we never talk. Okay, let's do a talk night. You know what I mean? Like, then it was like the family sinks. Like, I feel like disconnected. Let's do the family sink. Like, what about the therapy? Is that effective? And then the therapy is every other week, right? And and the therapist comes to your house. Yeah, and and look, and the fascinating thing is like, you know, she after our first child, she had postpartum depression. And so we went to a therapist together. She had terrible postpartum depression. We've talked about it on the show. Like I had no clue what to do. Yeah, no. It, I didn't, it, I didn't yeah. even know about it at the time. Yeah, it's a trippy, it's a, it's it, like I have, I have a perspective on it as it relates to personal expectation of, you know, feeling like this is supposed to be a much more impactful experience on you. And when it's not, when you don't, when it's, it, you all of a sudden have this third person that's in your mix that you got to like, okay, what am I, what's even happening? Like, okay, you were both, you were pregnant. Now all of a sudden you got a human that you don't know that, that like, okay, I love this person. This is the thing, but you don't, the connection isn't necessary, has to be 
born and grown over time. And when you don't have that immediately, I think that at least from my wife's perspective, I felt like, and for me too, it was like, I just, it was like, okay, cool. Welcome to the unit. Like it's, and I, and that's what I tell the dads all the time is like, don't, to put too much expectation on you that that this is going to change your life and you're going to fall in love the moment you see it's just like all of a sudden you got this thing you're responsible for that you know is life and you're like whoa the miracle of life is crazy but it grows into you over like time like you know you love it but you're still like figuring out the dynamic yeah and it's like it, and I'm i talking think about like it like it's a creature but yeah, it, it's, <laughs> yeah like, it's it's a strange versus like now convincing my son to get a haircut this morning because I, you know, automate my haircuts by them coming the same time every week. <laughs> so I never have to think about it, but convince him to get a haircut. And he's like, yeah. And like, it's like, it's like the experience that I have with him saying today, what are we going to, I want to work with you my whole life. Like, what are we going to do? Like, do you want to start a watermelon stand? And I'm like, nah, I don't think we want to, we can look into the unit economics, son, but I don't know, <laughs> think we're going to want to do a watermelon stand, uh, you know, versus the experience that I have with my what you grow into as they get older which you know you get to see now at three but man when they're six they're it's just as they become deeply interactive and your son is pitching you business ideas you know where he came up with a really smart idea he's like all right I got an idea for a company I'm I want to put honey on pizza and I'm like, son, that's how you got to think, man. You're talking about the addressable wow. market of pizza. And now you're going to do something that. unique. And I'm like, what do you want to call it? He's like, delish, honey. I'm like, son, let's go. Let's go to GoDaddy right now and see if that's available. We bought delish honey.com and delish I love, I like, love buying do domains you know I have so many stupid the, domains oh, that man, I oh, man, but when they're available, it's like, you know, whatever. Anyway, I digress back to therapy and its importance, right? It's just a, it's like there's this neutral ground, right? We're like, so it's like when things that are just harder to talk about or like she would keep in or like I might have said that would have bummed her out or I didn't realize it just to give me perspective and have a neutral ground to discuss because you just can't even imagine even in a great love and great relationship how many things that you can't talk about and like you don't want to talk about that like build up over time till they explode then you have to talk about and it's almost like like i'm fishing for all of those in every one of those sessions and and then it's this great place for stuff that's really bothering her that she can't say to me directly that allows that neutral ground to feel like it's just not like like where i just don't like shut it down or have my opinion on it When I moved to Austin, one of my main concerns was where do I find the doctor, the right doctor, a quality doctor with real reviews? And guess what? Guess who had me covered? ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance and are available when you need them. What is so amazing about this is it's actual real reviews. So sometimes on the internet, you're not getting real reviews. And with ZocDoc.com, you are. So you can find the doctor that's right for you, book an appointment, an in-person or remote, and then you can just do what works for your schedule. So they're very malleable and flexible when it comes to a schedule. You can find any specialist under the sun. Michael and I wanted to find a chiropractor for Towns the other day. He needed not to like crack his neck, but just he needed a little adjustment. And what we did is we went on ZocDoc and it was so easy to find a specialty doctor. So you can find someone who's in your network and who gets you. 
like I said, it's so easy to use. It's a mobile app and it's as easy as like ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting a delivery to your house. Search, find and book doctors with a few taps. You are going to go to ZocDoc.com slash skinny and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours, which is incredible if you have something that's sort of an emergency. That's ZocDoc.com slash skinny. Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash skinny. ZocDoc.com slash skinny. I got very sick because of Michael Bostick the other day. Very, very, very sick. And one thing that was really saving my life was the glutathione packets from Symbiotica. I told Michael this morning when we were working on him, like, what is with this glutathione? It really works. Well, it's one of the strongest antioxidants, Lord. Makes total sense. I took it the entire time I was sick. I couldn't believe it when I was sick and I took the little tiny packet. It tastes so good. And I do feel like it helped me feel better quicker. And the crazy thing is glutathione is typically very difficult to get on a regular supplement. You know, I usually get it with an IV, but when Symbiotica came out with the packet that's liposomal and you can actually eat it and digest it with the CoQ10, it is so much better than what's out there. And I take it every single day. I got to tell you, though, just Symbiotica in general gets it. I mean, their packets are so incredible. You really can't go wrong. We like the vitamin C. We like the glutathione. We like the magnesium. I even love their like spray magnesium. It's made from the Dead Sea. All of their stuff is just really, really quality. Like you can't go wrong if you go on their site. Zaza likes the vitamin D3. She also likes the B12. There's so many options. Check out any episode we've done with the founder, Shervin, on this show, and you will see why we love these products so much. Anyway, we have a code for you. You can use code SKINNY at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. This is in addition to custom bundle discounts, so you get 45% off. Create your custom bundle at symbiotica.com and get 30% off. Use code SKINNY and definitely pick up the glutathione. Dating is no joke. I talk to a bunch of my friends who are single, but I have a little tip for you. Match the dating app. Okay? Match believes the most important relationship is with yourself. So this is different, guys. So in a world where you can choose to do anything or anyone, choose you first. Because dating someone who knows what they want and won't settle for less, that is sexy as hell. I have to agree with that. I mean, it's all about putting you first, right? Here's the deal. It's no secret that I and Lauren have both been very critical of typical dating apps. Any of these things where you're swiping on the couch in your underpants, hoping you're going to find your soulmate and that they're going to take you seriously is probably not the one, which is why we love the Match dating app. Match believes the most important relationship is with yourself. So in a world where you can choose to do anything or anyone, choose you first. Because dating someone who knows what they want and won't settle for less, that is sexy as hell. If you're online and you're struggling to meet someone, you have to start questioning the space that you're meeting them on. I feel like Match is one of the more serious places where people that actually care about being in an intimate relationship go to when they're ready to actually find the person they want to be serious with. Instead of just having that one night stand and swiping around and not being taken seriously, this is a place where people that actually want to be intimate with someone can go and find a partner that's looking for the same. If you do, do you. You already know the best relationships show up when you show up for yourself first. There's never been a better time to try Match. Download the Match app today. How did you help her during her postpartum depression? Did you use therapy as a tool to help her? Yeah, and, and really it was, man, it was trying to like just help her get perspective on it. 
right? Because it's just perspective, right? It's your, your, again, your mind creates the experience. And then now, like, you slowly can, you box yourself in, and then you build the story that puts you in that place. And the only thing, like, you can't, and it doesn't, like, necessarily, you don't just get out of it. You don't be like, oh, that makes sense. Okay, cool, I'm good. You grow out of it the same way that, like, it collapsed in on you and you you have to grow out of it. And I think that's really, it was just sort of patience and continually reinforcing the perspective without pushing it to an unrealistic place. Like, look how beautiful, like, our son is. Like, how could you possibly be sad? Like, this is amazing, you know, like, which that's not going to work. You know what I mean? It's like, this is your body going through it and the experience is different than you expected. Like, you just got to get used to it. And as you get used to it, it's going to change. Your feelings are going to change. It's just the the way to like how you I would talk to myself almost if I was feeling that way, you know. You have a very mature, impressive perspective when it comes to relationships, it's, it's, it's very rare to talk to a man that's this evolved. Why do you think that is? I mean, I feel like they're like, I'm just going to say it. There's a lot of men who are unfaithful. Yeah. There's a lot of men who are not good husbands. Why do you think that you sort of went the other way? <laughs> I love how, no, I just love like the majority of men around here. Are like the majority of men are fucking disgusting. Why aren't you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, God, man, I, I'm, I think it started first with feeling so lucky that I found this, this type of love in the beat in the first place. Right. Were you, because, were you dating a lot in your day? Like when you're in your yeah, days? Like, of- yes. You know, and I had a, Yes, a lot. You know what Is I mean? Is that what you and, call it, dating? Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, I was dating. Well, I mean, listen, and, I imagine you're, you know, yeah, you're and, all and, over and, the place. And and so it was painfully like, but I but I had this limiting belief that I was meant like the only like women that I was attracted to had this sort of fiery edgy quality and which in turn had most of them you know, with some form of like, you know, like, like, you know, trauma, if you will, that, that I felt like I, it was almost like my destiny to sort of manage, you know what I mean? Like that was the only way that like, that like I would be able to ultimately the, the level of attraction that I would need would come with that is almost where, where I felt it was. And when I kind of broke that limiting belief, I did it by saying like, I'm not, I'm actually not the person that the person I want to be with forever would want. And I just changed who I was completely. I just, I stopped like, you know, like hooking up. Like I really was like on some, like the next, I'm, I'm the next person I sleep with, I'm going to marry. And so it like, it, it, meaning like you, instead of acting the way you were and being like, someone's got to come fit into who I am. And like, I'm going to find that person. You changed completely. But, who but you in are. AA, also, they I say was, write down all the qualities that you, that you want, that you want in a person and then go be them. Yeah. And, and to me, it was just like, I just really changed who I was to be the person that the person that I was finally like my destiny would want to be with and the story and the narrative of this is how I changed myself and for how long and why I did it and now you're here is is literally, you know, to the point of like where I was like all my friends knew I was doing it for forever. And then when I met my wife, it was like they're like, Oh my God, it worked. You know what I mean? And like it but what my actual relationship and love is, 
is so beyond what I even could have even envisioned what would be amazing and ideal through my previous experience, right? And so, man, so it's like, I know how incredibly special it is. I know how it's allowed me to realize my full potential. And so I never take it for granted. And then, you know, I I think, you know, in 2020, you know, after I had been, you know, married for five years and my entire life had just expanded into this extraordinary level of abundance and harmony, like I I transitioned from this like idea of self-preservation to like generational preservation, right? Both from a wealth perspective and how I can make impact on my kids and their kids and what it means to be a deer deck forever. And part of that was like, I'm going to have the most like remarkable relationship with my wife that becomes the standard for everyone in our family forever, right? And so it's like even the value of what this relationship means to not only us and and living this amazing life, but it's the example for your children. What's possible for our kids so that they don't think like, oh, this is how everything else is. This is how the world is. Like people cheat and the, and everybody like gets over it after a certain amount of time. It's like everybody's like, we're not meant to be. It's like, no, this is. And then this is how we've done it as an example. And how does that become shared through generations of what it means to come from this family and have this name? is what really even pushes me to an even further level. And I'm proud of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud to be like the balance that I have in life and how my kids and wife are first and how I have created such a high output, high level of success through putting the family first, you know, and that it is possible. And I'm not going to be like, you know, you ain't going to catch me like, in a DM and you're so hot. Oh God, you're so hot. What you're not you going to catch about? me. Are you, you, know about specific? you know what I mean? You're not going to catch me like, like tiger. Wood. Like you're never, it is, it's, 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 you're not, it's not even an option for you. And, and, and it's, and so for me, it's like, I'm like, I'm so proud of that. And I know how rare it is too. And I want it to be what is possible for everybody that gets married and goes on the journey with somebody else and and continually share with them what we do and why we do all these systems and put all this stuff in place because ultimately you know our our goal for the people around us is to you know be the example of what is possible well and it's like i mean from the what i've gotten from a lot from this conversation but one of the things is like you're a high level thinker you want to do high level things and to me same things like like doesn't it seem like the easiest thing to just kind of like step out on your wife or your girlfriend and fuck around and be a bad parent or like that, that's like that's like a common thing like it's a harder thing to have integrity and to stay faithful and to put in the work and when times get rough to like put in even more work and like that that is that is the that's the rare breed right and like that's what I aspire to be. I don't want to be, I don't want to be another statistic like everybody else. Right. Yeah. And look, and, and you did, those relationships grew apart. You know what I mean? There's this book called his, his needs, her needs, her needs, his needs that a friend of mine recommended that I, that I read <laughs> before when we first got married. And then we listened to the audiobook together at the pool on our seventh wedding anniversary in Cabo and I realized how much this book scarred my wife seven <laughs> years ago. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, because it's the most like 
hardcore book about cheating and why people cheat and like how like and it was like I'm like like I remember like we both read it separately and did some works sheets with it you know seven years ago when we first got married but now, but now I understand why it scarred her so much and how she would constantly be like paranoid that like oh we're growing apart you're gonna cheat like what like I wouldn't even like what what's even leading you to even say that you're like I have my brain training right now I don't I, have time I, look, I, gotta, I can't I gotta cheat go mm. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's so funny you talk about changing yourself and I'll speak just for the men in my life I won't speak for any of the women but like I have a lot all these guys my age like 35 36 that are giving me all these sob stories about like not finding the woman I'm like dude i just saw you in your underpants sitting on your couch swiping with 18 girls and like dating yeah. a bunch yeah, of women yeah but that's not being like, the kind of the, but that's exactly what i'm saying what is it's you not said. like you're, you're you want to attract this amazing woman that wants to take you seriously and you're in your underwear swiping yeah, on an eating apple your yeah. meat on your couch like watching Pornhub is not going to attract the girl of your like, dreams i can't i can't understand why i don't find the perfect 10 i'm like dude your nuts are hanging out of your <laughs> boxer shorts and you're swiping all day i also think like I, I was having this conversation with two girls the other night in new york city is the guy that you want to be with for the rest of your life on the dating app. That's what yeah. I would ask. Swiping constantly. You. Yeah. Because my dream guy on my second marriage, <laughs> I'm just kidding, <laughs> is not on a dating app. Like, I don't know. That's just my my own opinion. Yeah, so you got to think about that. I, look, I met my wife on Twitter. You know what I mean? What? So I like, I don't necessarily believe that that that's not possible. No, but hold on. But you but you're Rob Deerdick on Twitter. It's yeah, a little what do you mean? Listen, well, how did you meet your give, wife on don't Twitter? Don't give all yeah. the guys out there hope. Like, just tweet in there, guys. <laughs> yeah, guys are starting to tweet. Like, yeah, it's a listen, little different. Listen, for you. listen, guys, you could you could meet your dream girl, a perfect ten on Twitter. Just get a tweet out. <laughs> did you DM her or tweet her? Or did she tweet ah, you? Man, I followed her, and then she screenshot it and was like, "Hello, new friend." I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And she had just had an interview where she was talking about she wanted to pet a tiger, swim with sharks. And I said, well, man, I, I would be an amazing life coach for you because I've been attacked by both. And, and so it sort of led to this sort of process and of like going from being your life coach. And, and then we started texting, never talked on the phone asked her if she wanted to go out and she said sure what do you want to do she had just posted a thing about like this kennel in riverside that was bakersfield that was euthanizing all the dogs and so i sent a text as like hey maybe we get a helicopter and go rescue some puppies and oh so, my god rob you're making everyone look so look, goddamn bad so, no no one has any hope so out guys out there unless you're willing to follow the tweet with a helicopter ride look, so then she's like waits a half hour and is like sure and i'm like what that was a joke i gotta get a helicopter so as as we're i'm going to you know that was probably on wednesday on uh, we were going to go on friday she she posts about her mother in Dayton, Ohio. And so then I text her like, what is this? Like your mother's in Dayton, Ohio and where I was born and raised. And she's like, yeah, my, my grandparent, my mother lives there with my brother and my grandparents are from there. And I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Like I'm, that's where I'm born and raised at, you know? And so I'm like, oh, this is I'm just feeling like destiny, right? So I'm like, I've always had this weird thing that I was meant to marry somebody connected to Hawaii, right? Dumbest, 
most random like everyone that i dated always had like the people that i really like fell in love with all had like a connection to hawaii some loose connection i was like man i'm, I'm meant to marry somebody connected to hawaii why do i keep like ending up with people that are connected to hawaii so pick her up to take her to the helicopter never spoke on the phone never saw her wasn't sure if either of us were getting catfished pick her up as soon as we get in the car, I'm just like, you know, cool, cool. You got any connection to Hawaii? Because I'm, you know, because I kept telling myself, it doesn't matter. Like, look, she's gorgeous. Like, her parents are from, her mom's from Dayton, Ohio. Like, this is destiny. Forget about Hawaii. And so she's like, well, a uh, little bit, I guess. My grandparents live there and my sister lives there right now. So I'm like, oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Like, okay, we can get married. We can get married. So we drive to the airport and get to the helicopter. Now we're helicoptering over California, central California to go rescue some puppies. And, you know, I'm trying to be impressive, you know, about how like involved I am. And you could have is... sat there like a mute. I'm sure she would have been just fine. She's going to get puppies and look, rescue them. Look, and what am I trying to be like? You know, I've, you know, I'm trying to show this new evolve, like, you know, I just, you know, whatever, whatever. And then she begins uh, to tell a story of how she had a rare blood disease when she was 10 called aplasty anemia and was given like six months to live. Oh, shit. And then she was, make a wish, granted her wish, and her la her only wish was to, to swim with dolphins. And so make a wish, granted her wish, and flew her to Hawaii where she swam with dolphins. And, and through that experience, she said that like, I told myself, I'm not gonna let myself die, that this, I wanna experience stuff like this for the rest of my life and went home and went through all these experimental treatments and it went into remission and, and beat the disease. Wow. And, and as soon as she finished, I'm like, this is my wife. And think how bizarrely powerful and sure I was from a universal standpoint on the first time seeing her, yet it's 10 years later and it's like, this is like the relationship and our love at this scale is so beyond what I could even imagine, but that is where it started, you know what I mean? And so when you think about that, like that beginning, that that depth and purity is also why like, oh, like I don't, I, it is the most valuable thing I have in my existence. So no part of me will ever allow it to be damaged, tarnished, or even build a wall between us in any way, shape or form. But most people don't have, weren't at the position in life to have that experience and then be able to be focused enough and and evolve to a place that you want to make it that precious i think is the difference that that's allowed me to get to this level with it you no know but I, mean? I think you telling stories like this is important because it allows people to see what's possible right and if they're patient and thoughtful and they're if they're open to looking for something yeah. like this right like as opposed to just like rushing and doing things because you feel like you have to do them right away like if you can wait for a relationship like this that's that kind of special like you know it's in a different kind of way but you know we were joking that i've known lawrence since i was 12 but i the moment i saw her when we were 12 years old i was like that's the one i had huge and, tits and i looked and, like the substitute I think, teacher i think that's probably why because <laughs> i was like what i was like what are those right but no joking aside like i chased her for 10 years and have like been with her since I was 21. It's like once once you know that kind of thing and you know that kind of love, it's like you protect that with with everything you have. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to get my email in the morning well, now I with my love quote. I, gotta, yeah. I want therapy every other week. I want um, movie night, sushi night. She don't even like sushi. I want a two hour talk night without your phone. 
And I want you to talk about me like this when I'm not around. If I, I don't ask for much, I, bitch. If I, if I go on other podcasts, which is rare, I will do. But it's, if it's on our podcast, I got to make it about the guest. Right? Okay. <laughs> don't make it about me. Okay, I, look. I would like, before we go. Yes. Okay, I would like to, to present something to you guys. Go for it. You know, obviously, you guys have been kind of really evolving here. Okay. Yeah. And and doing a lot of brand deals recently, of course. You got your pink little shake at Irwan, okay? You got your cookie dough, you know what I'm saying? You know, you got you got your products, you got your brand deals. I would like to present you guys with an opportunity, okay? And this opportunity would be a Skinny Confidential Beauty and Brains Protein Bar. Oh my okay? God, you're so cute. He has it, you guys. Okay, so please... Take a look at it. What is it is in here is a special form of seaweed as well as some coffee right extra. Please go ahead. Please go ahead. Am I going to be wired up? What is this? No, it's just like some nootropics, Chilly, but you got ultimately, any or a knife? you know, coffee, knife. fruit extract, right? A little bit of magnesium that comes from algae, right? That's And some MCT. And the flavor, if you will, is raspberry chocolate chip. Okay. So it, it even... Are you, now you're speaking her language. You know what I mean? So it ends up 210 calories, 11 grams of protein, you know, 7 grams of sugar, a mind right nootropic Are we super in the dirty machine right now? Are we going you in the dirty machine? What is going on? You are. This is so good, and, first and, of all. And, and the, the product development at mind right is second to none. And this what led us here. So when me and Bernie were talking, it was like, man, let's blow their mind. Like, let, can we make a pink bar? Can we make a pink bar that's beauty and brain? We haven't got to talk so to it, Bernie yet. So. It, so it capitalized on both. So, so again, I want you to take those. And I just want you to think about the potential partnership between the Skinny Confidential and Mind Right Good Mood Superfood. You know what I love about you? You don't waste time. <laughs> you didn't just come to podcast, did you? This no, is this. You just taught me the blueprint, and now you're using the blueprint. This is like this is like what's that movie Inception? Listen, I told yeah. you. I said, Lauren, this guy's gonna blow your mind. I, oh, this I is knew. really good. And Rob, I mean this as a compliment. I think yeah. you're one of the best guests we've ever had on the show. A hundred percent. You're, you're very very smart in many ways. And Appreciate I admire that. everything you've done, both not only in your business, but most of all in your personal life. Yeah, I mean that. that. Yeah. This is so good. I know. <laughs> if someone wants to go try one of these bars that's not pink, but maybe coming soon. No, no, no. Don't even bother. <laughs> We're only waiting for the pink bar. You're only, you know what I mean? Oh my God, you guys, this is so good. This is so good. <laughs> yeah. You guys bar. really made this for me. I mean, you guys should see the packaging. It like, has a logo and everything. Yeah, yeah. This is so yeah, cute. Because like, I really do think like, like but really this is a, a product that's like perfect for you. It's just whether or not it steps on the toes of the cookie dough. Do you know what I mean? But but you should really think about it. You know what I'm saying? You can talk to Bernie about it. Well, what I definitely will. And if I just learned anything from your podcast, it's that I need to diversify. Right. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Where can everyone find you? Pimp yourself out. All your companies will be here all day. But just like some of your companies that they yeah, should check I mean, out. I mean, look, everything for me is through the Deer Deck Machine, all all the companies that I that I operate and own. And, and then my life runs through Rob Deer Deck. And it's just... You know, trying to showcase that harmonious, high quality life. And don't even think about sliding in his DMs, guys, if you're trying to flirt, because he will not open it. I won't. <laughs> don't even try it. He's a, he'll be in his egg. Rob, you're insane. Thank you so much for coming on. I took notes. That was one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. Thank, Thank you, you so brother. much. Thank you. 
Wait, don't go. Do you want to win my new Skinny Confidential Hot Minute Planner? All you have to do is tell us your favorite takeaway from this episode with Rob on my latest post at Lauren Bostick. And make sure you're following along on TikTok at Lauren Bostick. And with that, we will see you next time. I hope you loved this episode as much as we did. If you want to work out at home, we have you covered. Have you tried Aloe Moves yet? If so, then you're already hooked like I am. Aloe Moves is a streaming online demand yoga, fitness, and mindfulness classes from the wildly popular brand Aloe Yoga. Everyone knows Aloe Yoga, and it's been transforming in so many ways. Aloe Moves wants everyone to get started for free, you guys. So you receive 30 days free, and you can choose from thousands of classes and give it a try. Their classes are incredible. I honestly, like you don't even need to go to a gym with these classes. They're going to inspire you all from the comfort of your home. You can roll out your mat. I have like this nude yoga mat. I lay it out. I got my podcast going. I put on aloe moves and it's incredible. I get my sweat on at home. I also think working out too in front of Zaza and like in front of your kids, it just shows healthy habits. So working out at home is all the rage. Everyone knows that. And if you want to take care of your body, mind, and spirit, you have to check them out. Aloe Moves is the one-stop shop for everything wellness. You just need one app that has everything. Yoga, it's beginner to advanced. They have mindfulness. So you can soothe your busy mind with even like a five-minute meditation. I am all about the meditation. They also even have self-care. So like dry brushing tutorials, Face yoga. I'm about this. With over 3,000 plus classes for every level and over 100 new classes every month, you will always have fresh content. So join me. You're going to go to allo, A-L-O, moves.com for 30 days for free. If you're loving it like I am and you haven't signed up, Allo is extended 50% off of annual memberships with code skinny. That's 50% off with code skinny. There's no excuses now. So easy to sweat. You're going to go to allomoves.com and let's get started.